Blog Talk Radio. Who say 
that communism is an evil system, but it permits us to make economic progress. Lost the knock Berlin in common. Let them citizens of Berlin, and therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the word, Ich bin ein Berliner. Constitution is plain. There is no moral issue. It is wrong, deadly wrong, to deny any of your fellow Americans the right to vote in this country. To know war is to know that there is still madness in this world. There are poor to be lifted up, and there are cities to be built, and there's a world to be helped. Yet, we do what we must. I am hopeful, and I will try with best I can with everything I've got to end this battle and to return our sons to their desires. Yet, as long as others will challenge America's security and test the dearness of our beliefs with fire and steel, then we must stand or see the promise of two centuries tremble. All we say to America is be true to what you said on paper. But somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly, somewhere I read, of the freedom of speech, somewhere I read. Of the freedom of press, somewhere I read. That the greatness of America is the right to protest far right. And so just as I say we aren't going to let any dogs or water hoses turn us around, we aren't going to let any injunction turn us around. Days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now. 
Because I've been to the mountaintop. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. sad news for all of you, and I think uh, sad news for all of our fellow citizens and people who love peace all over the world, and that is that Martin Luther King was shot and was killed tonight in Memphis. Martin Luther King dedicated his life to love and to justice between fellow human beings. He died in the cause of that effort. For those of you who are black and are tempted to be filled with hatred and distrust of the injustice of such an act against all white people, I would only say that I can also feel in my own heart the same kind of feeling. I had a member of my family killed, but he was killed by a white man. But we have to make an effort in the United States. We have to make an effort to understand, to get beyond or go beyond these rather difficult times. My favorite poem, my favorite poet was Aeschylus. He once wrote, Even in our sleep, pain which cannot forget falls drop by drop upon the heart until in our own despair, against our will, comes wisdom through the awful grace of God. What we need in the United States is not division. What we need in the United States is not hatred. What we need in the United States is not violence and lawlessness but is love and wisdom and compassion toward one another. Feeling of justice toward those who still suffer within our country, whether they be white or whether they be black. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Fight against that? No. We will run. 
under the lip. Die. Fight and you may die. Run. And you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your bed many years from now, would you be willing to train all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom? How bad do things have to get before you do something? Do they have to take away all your property? Do they have to license every activity that you want to engage in? Do they have to be throwing you on cattle cars before you start to say, now wait a minute, I don't think this is a good idea. How long is it going to be before you finally resist and say, no, I will not comply? Period. That's a different answer for each person. Ask yourself now, because sooner or later you're going to come to that line, and when they cross it, what are you going to say, well, okay, cross this line. Okay, now cross that line. Okay, now cross this line. Pretty soon, you're in a corner. Sooner or later, you've got to draw a line and stand your ground whether anybody else does or not. That is what liberty is all about. I speak to you as a fellow citizen of the United States of America, deeply concerned about the welfare of our beloved country. I am not here to tickle your ears, to entertain you. I will talk to you frankly and honestly. The message I bring is not a happy one, but it is the truth, and time is always on the side of truth. Truth must be repeated again and again, because error is constantly being preached round about. I realize that the bearer of bad news is always unpopular. As a people, we love sweetness and light, especially sweetness. I am sorry to say that all is not well in so-called prosperous, wealthy, and powerful America. We have moved a long way and are now moving further and more rapidly down the soul-destroying road of socialism. The evidence is clear, shockingly clear, for all to see. But our national prestige, at or near an embarrassing all-time low, we continue to weaken our domestic economy by unsound fiscal, economic, and foreign aid policies which corrupt our national currency. With the crass unconstitutional usurpation of power by the executive branch of the federal government, anti-spiritual decisions of the Supreme Court, all apparently approved by a weakly submissive rubber stamp Congress, the days ahead are ominously frightening. It is imperative that American citizens become alerted and informed regarding the threat to our welfare, happiness, and freedom. 
no American is worthy of citizenship in this great land who refuses to take an active interest in these important matters. Stand up for freedom, no matter what the cost. It can help to save your soul and maybe your country. May God give us the wisdom to recognize the danger, the dangers of complacency, the threat to our freedom, and the strength to meet this danger courageously. And then we... All right, Joseph Gibson, podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today, restoring our republic. And, of course, messages there from the past, long ago. But uh, I'll take my first caller here. Go ahead, 305. Hey, Brother Joe. How you doing, buddy? It's Mike with uh, Righteous Army. Doing all right. Big virus folks. Man, doing yeah. all right. I just figured I'd play that good intro there, you know, because since we see what's going on with our wonderful country here, I mean, you got uh, a former president of the United States Corporation, whether you want to be Republican or Corporation, charged with 34 felonies that are made up. That just goes to show you that can happen to one of us, or it is happening to all of us. And it just goes to show you now they're going to do it to anybody. I mean, I don't know what what, what to say about this. I mean, what's what, what, what? Where do you draw the line? What? Where's this country stand today? Where is the backbone of this country? How can we allow well, this to happen? Well, where are they? Is it? Where's everybody, I, Mike? Where's everybody? Well, I just I just happened to write a song today. It's interesting that you had that intro actually because I won't play it and sing it, but I'll read you the lyrics to it. Well, you can play it and sing it if you want. we got time. I mean, what, if you think it's powerful enough to get to wake up the people out there, then we need it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, me, I'm open me, for any ideas. Well, let me let me add the lyric. Let me just speak the lyrics just to add to your intro there. All hey, right. people, let me, hey, people, let me tell you what is happening. There's a new world order agenda that is planning to lower the world's population. They don't care about you and me. They're heartless, soulless liars using the TV screen to deceive. They're monsters, and they're poisoning everything. The air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat. They want us sick. They want us weak. They want us to die. Now is the time, my friends, we must stand up, rise, and fight. But how are we going to do that when they have us all divided? How are we going to do that when they've got us all stone broke? The answer is we must organize and unite with a righteous army. Organize, unite in every town. Those of us who are of like mind on key issues, those of us who agree upon certain things, God, morality, traditional family values, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution for the USA, the Bill of Rights, liberty, and justice for all. Organize Unite with a righteous army. Organize, unite in every town. 
So those are the lyrics. Um, the, the the music's pretty cool too. Um, I'll give you just a sample. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah please. I, yeah, but we got time. Go ahead. Yeah, when I create a new song, you know, sometimes it takes a while for it to stick in my head. I'll try to get through it. See what happens right. is I like to just play it off the top of my head without looking at the lyrics because when I look at the lyrics, it throws me off. So I'm just gonna assume that I have them memorized. <laughs> And also, All right. I get, uh, well, it's live, one hundred percent live for the first time on a, on a worldwide podcast show. So, and I do. I got a couple international listeners listening too tonight. I've got the, I recognize the, the the plus one number, so that's weird. It comes up as a weird code on my screen, but they can't connect. Well, the disconnect blog clock disconnected, but they're a lot of listening. So, I think it might be Brazil. So, but go ahead. Does this come through? Yeah, yeah, I can hear it good. Yeah. There's a new world order agenda that's planning to lower the world's population. They don't care about you and me. They're heartless, soulless liars using the TV screen to deceive everyone they can. so I wouldn't lose it, but it's not mm-hmm. drilled into my head yet. So that's why I was saying, when I when I go through a song, well, even though I write it, I'll get the lyrics yeah. and the music to it as I'm putting it together, but then it will, it takes me a few times of like trying to um, plaster it in my brain where I could just play it from the heart. And when I, because when I keep looking back at my, my lyric sheet, trying to make yep. sure I don't forget the lyrics, um, I'll forget the melody. I don't sing it on time, so it screws it up. <laughs> okay. But, um, well, you know, sometimes sometimes I like to call these representatives, and I usually have to do it because I'm broadcasting at 7 o'clock uh, uh, with ones on the West Coast there. And I know I see another caller here with your hand up. I'll get to you in a second. But I'm going to uh, try calling a couple of these representatives here. And a lot of it, you know, we're securing our borders. That's a big issue. We're not a country unless we secure our borders. 
So uh, this one's down in uh, Arizona, I believe, this representative. And I got one for the attorney general in Arizona. Then I got one from San Francisco that debated me a couple weeks ago about there's no fraud. With the, they were going to give out – they're going to give illegal immigrants $2,000 cash uh, when they cross the border. That's a proposed bill that they're planning on coming out with. So, And I questioned them on that. So I'm going to call this one real quick. You stay silent if you want, but you're always welcome to jump in. But let me click call on this one and see if I can get a hold of somebody. Hello, and thank you for calling the office of Congressman David Schweikert. My name is Chris. How can I help you? Uh, yes, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. My question is uh, I'm calling in regards to the uh, border border issue uh, whatnot, and, and I see the constant stories in the media about the border, and now that the media is being controlled now by, the, by this Trump fiasco uh, that's going on, uh, you know, he's just made up charges and whatnot, but that's not why I'm calling. But uh, what's going on with the border? How can we get this border secured in, uh, in our state here and, uh, you know, stop this fentanyl from coming over, killing our innocent people and these, uh, these uh, drug cartels that are controlling the border, our residents down there. I have family that lives down there by, by the border, and, and uh, they just say it's, it's, it's just out of control. I mean, I know the Border Patrol is doing the best they can, but we're, they're not giving them the proper tools. Why can't Congress give them the proper tools to, to secure our border? Yeah, that um, is uh, certainly a, uh, an area that the congressman is, is very passionate about. Um, if you wanted to give me um, your address and your email, I'd be happy to request a written response be sent to you um, with some more information on what exactly the congressman is working on um, legislatively on this. Um, you've reached us here in the, uh, the Scottsdale office, um, the district office. Um, my colleagues in our D.C. office handle more of the, uh, the legislative and policy side of things while we deal more with uh, assisting people with uh, federal agencies. Uh, so. Yeah, no, I understand all that. I was just, well, you know, like I said, that's fine, but I just, I'm calling to get a verbal response or a verbal statement just to, to see if there's anything that's going, being done to correct the problem. I mean, as a taxpayer, as a, uh, a United States citizen, I, I'm just concerned about this, and I see the news stories. Are, obviously, they must be true because I have family that lives down near the border, and they say it's out of control, so I have firsthand knowledge of this. So I was just wondering, the, the representatives that, that are elected, whether or not you're exactly my representative or not, is just are they handling it this? Are they, are, you said he's passionate about it. Well, is there anything that's being done to correct this? It just seems like it's every year it's talked about and nothing is done. Yeah, yeah, and um, Congressman Schweikert um, is a uh, proponent of increasing the resources for our uh, uh, border agents um, down uh, with the boots on the ground, giving them the, the proper tools they need and the resources they need um, to uh, apprehend um, those that are coming across, especially um, that are bringing uh, drugs and, and fentanyl. That's a big uh Big area of concern in our community, um, and can we get the wall you, built? I, can we get the can we get the wall built? I mean, what's going on with that? Is there any more wall being built, or is that just on hold? Yeah, right now it seems like it's on hold. I know um, as as far as what the state of Arizona has done, um, our our former governor, um, Governor Ducey, um, put up uh, several miles of shipping containers. Um, I don't know if you heard about that uh, as just a stopgap to put you know something, anything 
um, up as a barrier, but um, you know, yeah. his term was up, and Katie Hobbs, our, our current governor, um, is is taking those down. So, um, oh my lord! Yeah, so, so, so once someone gets put up, the one one takes it down. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you pretty much answered my questions right there. It just goes to show one hand's not working with the other. So basically, it's it's a part along party lines. Whoever this one agrees with it, and this one don't. See, and meanwhile, the people suffer. Uh, Mike, you got anything you want to say? I got another friend of mine on the line with me. I don't know if he has a question for you or if not. But Mike, you got anything you want to say or add or by chance real quick? Well, you know, I mean, uh, the only thing I could say is uh, the the only thing that really comes to my mind is that all these elected politicians are corrupt anyway. They're bribed. They're paid off. They're they're, they're it, it's a big joke. It's a it's a big front. You know, the the it's it's all a staged ruse. They're all happy to get their 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 benefits and their their high salaries and their little prestigious positions it's all ego for them they're all corrupted and 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 maybe all is is too strong a statement the vast majority of them are absolutely corrupt um and they're just in there for their own you know political points to maintain their again their their little plush positions and salaries and insurance and and try to you know have their little schmoozing and rubbing elbows with the big oligarchs and corporate elite billionaires um, and try to improve their own little, uh, you know, uh, nest egg in, in life. It, it's, it's sickening. Our politics in the USA is completely corrupt. We may have a handful of politicians that mean well, and many of them even get corrupted. So, I mean, this particular, you know, politician, I mean, I don't personally know of him. My assumption would be that he's corrupt too, because I believe they all are. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't have too much to say. I think they're just—they're always going to give you some kind of BS talking point anyway, and they really don't care. They don't care what the public thinks. They don't care what what if you send in an email or you call. Um, it's you know that's why they have a you know their little representative like right now that answers the phone for them. You know they're not going to answer the phone. Um, they're going to have a paid, you know, puppet, you know, working for them to answer the phone and, and give some standard answers to things. Our politics are completely corrupted in this in our nation. It's, and How do, it's but really sir, sad. I got the congressman's office on the phone now. Sir, I mean, you just heard, that's a friend of mine I'm talking to. <laughs> yeah, I know he gave you a long ruse there, but that's how people feel. I mean, that's all my friends are talking like this, and that's why I called. I'm like, I'm going to call and see what's going on. I mean, uh, yeah. can you make, can you tell me anything here? So part of part of the issue is with Congress being so so close um, in terms of of party uh, the the party split, you know, with the Senate being you know fifty fifty one and or forty nine fifty whatever the case may be, um, you know, it doesn't take many individuals to kill a legislative proposal. You know, so Congressman Schweikert can can co-sponsor, um, you know, some legislation that will increase border security, increase the resources, and and it can be, you know, the perfect bill that 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 gets everything that we want. But just a handful of people um, are needed to to strike it down, and that's that's um, just in general a, a big a big delay and. A, Big point of contention in, in getting meaningful legislation passed. Is there any way to fix it? Is there any way you can suggest that can fix it? That or that the people, what the people have to do to fix it? 
Well, um, reaching out to your members and, and making your voices heard like you guys are doing now, I, I know it, it does seem like um, it kind of just goes into the void, but I can tell you um, Congressman Schweikert does see all the messages um, that, that come through our office, um, and he, he really does care and, and appreciate when people take the time to call in. Um, you know, voting, if, if the border issue is, is your main concern, voting for uh, the, the members um, that, that will support your, your perspective on that, um, and not just in the federal level, um, you know, city and state uh, uh, elected officials um, have much more impact on day-to-day on -day life um, when it comes to the legislation that they make, because um, like a, like that example with um, the the shipping containers, you know, um, that was uh, done by the the state governor, and then it was undone by the state governor. So um, it's yeah, uh, it's it's from a, a, a top to bottom um, type issue, you know, where you have the the federal. Uh, and the federal members in Congress, they can only do so much. The state and the city can also, um, you know, have a big impact on things as well. Well, I, I mean, I appreciate you answering my questions and taking the time out to give, us, give me a response. So I appreciate that. You're very welcome, sir. And unfortunately, I do have some other constituents um, calling in, yep. so I'll have to cut this call short. But thank you for taking the time today. And if you have anything else that, that comes to mind, um, you're welcome to give us another call. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, like, yeah, I guess, Mike, uh, if you had to go from one or the other, of who, who, what was going on there on that? Let me hang on. He's still connected. Why is he still connected? I don't know. Hang on. There we go. Okay. Mike, yeah, uh, the, the, I can see that he, you're the only one that he, – he's offline now. Um, you're the only one that gave a truthful response. <laughs> he gave me a rubber stamp answer. Right. Rubber stamp the engine. Yeah, I got I got two thirty four on here. Who's waiting to call her here? Go ahead, there. We got a full full load here tonight, but hopefully everybody contributes. Go ahead, there. Two thirty four. All I gotta say is boo to Mike. Boo. <laughs> What's up? What's on your mind? You don't want to say boo to Mike. Mike's the only one that gave the honest answer. <laughs> I got the drums. I'm sitting right behind right now. I, we could put something together, you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. I was, what I wanted to ask that guy, that guy you were talking to, I'd have been like, when we exactly find out exactly who's guilty of the crimes that they've committed, when are we going to have accountability? When are these people going to be held accountable? Because that's what I want to know. Well, they're already thinking that with Trump, aren't they? That's why they arrested Trump, right? That's what the Democrats feel right now, right? Well, that's what they think, but, I mean, let's talk about realistic things. Let's talk about Hillary Clinton, or let's talk about Schiff. Let's talk about Mayorkas, things where we have solid evidence, not something over a hooker. Come on. Yeah, right. $140,000 hooker. I mean, how many, how many different politicians in, the, in, in time – what can Dave, Dave, what can the people out there listening – this is – I always ask. You know, look, get to the bottom line. What can the righteous army of people out there do? What can well, we do? We might put the platform out there, try to put together a righteous army nationally first, and then put, put, put it in the state's hands. And now the states have produced nothing uh, with people calling home, creating their own channels and, and talking. I'm still podcasting here, and we still hear the same old thing. I'm even getting politicians' offices on the phone line, and we still can't get no answers. So what can the righteous army do? What can we do to change things? 
Do you wake up tomorrow morning? Are you happy with the country you're in? If you are, then you don't have an answer for me. But if you're not happy and you're broke and you're sick and tired of the way things are or you're being persecuted, then obviously you want change. So what can we do? Drag them all by their hair. It's come to that. <laughs> I don't think that. Well, actually, Tave is right. Um, string them up is, is the answer. But the question is how to get to that end without it being just a handful of people that themselves end up being called seditionists and insurrectionists and go to prison. Um, in other yeah. words, if if there was 10 million patriotic, uh, you know, center to right patriotic Americans who had the financial ability and, and plan to actually go there and drag them all out and string them all up, that would be appropriate. That would be proper. But, you know, that, but that, no, it wouldn't because it would create chaos, Mike. It would create chaos throughout the country. It would, it would have a ripple effect, and it would be against the law. Where's their due process? They're entitled to due yeah. process, too, just like you and I. What happens well, yeah, if the military gets in? I think, you know, I'm just, I'm giving... Hang on, hang on, hang on, Dave, Dave, hang on a second. Hang on, I'll, I'll, you can answer that after Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, no, I'm giving, I'm giving, you know, the end result, right? I'm, I'm giving you the end result. Oh, oh, oh if they're convicted. Okay, okay. Right. So what I'm saying is, first of all, as you know, people aren't even organizing in the freaking county, you know, in, in numbers. So we're, forget it. As far as I'm concerned, as you know, I'm frustrated <laughs> with that because I've already proven that there's not enough people out there that are willing in their own community to start building little mini armies. And when I say mini armies, just meaning people that are like-minded that are going to support one another, right, and that are going to defend one another, that are going to be there for one another. Little, 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 little armies of 300 in every in every city in every county where we all agree upon this, 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 and this. We got each other's phone numbers and emails. We're going to go shop together. We're going to go to the, pl- the beach together. We're going to do, we're going to do things together uh, in the courts, in, in the public square, when, when, when we're needed as a, as a team, as a, as, a, as, a, as a collective voice. That doesn't even exist. So how's anything going to get done if that doesn't even exist, which is what I was striving to put together. But, that, you know, it's, it's no. The vast majority of people, the vast majority of Americans have already been stupefied by the communist globalist agenda of stupefaction through the media, through the music, through the cartoons, through the movies, through the television programming, um, through the ball games, through the chips and the beer and the alcohol and the tobacco and the vaping and the, everything else. They, they've just been stupefied and dumbed down. So there's only a handful, a remnant, that are even out there that give a shit, and most of them are, are looking to the heavens thinking the sky's going to, uh, you know, uh, part and Jesus is coming back on a horse in the sky. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah there's there's no there is look there is ultimately the ship is sinking and it can't be saved at this point. That's why, as Dan would say, as you know, and, and others, the best we could do is try to create our own ark, our own, which again goes back to my point: groups of people in cities and towns. That are that are organizing together, and they're starting to put together their own their own markets, their own bartering, their own uh, monetary systems. 
because or their own elected officials that are going to stand up for the Constitution. Why not that, Mike? Excuse me, Cave. I know you want, want to answer that question there before I jump off to another subject. But like me, I'm running here locally in my district. I want the Constitution only in my district. In my district, if there's going to be a courthouse that's running on a de facto process, no. I'll use the, my nullification powers as a, as a legislator to nullify that. Uh, you know, that no, no. We will not have that. Uh, we are going to restore the republic and go back to the original common law, uh, de jour form of government in my district if I'm elected. Right. Even if that's I'm elected, you know? Right, and that's where, going back to your point about due process, the due process needs to take place and can only take place through a common law de jure system, not through the de facto. It can't. It won't. It'll never. There'll, there'll never be a fair trial against these criminal bastards in the de facto system ever. They're part of it. Yeah. So yeah. it, it's going to take the, 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 the biblical canon law and common law um, approach in courts and juries, um, which, again, some of which exist, but they have no, they have no enforcement. They have no they have enforcement. No, yeah, they have no standing, yeah. That's why go, I ahead, go ahead, Tave. Let's, let's Tave go ahead and take a shot at this. Then i got another caller here, private caller. I think I might know who it is, but go ahead. There's Tave. Mike's got it. He hit the head on you know the nail. It's like everybody runs around. We got one problem. It's a nail. Everybody's a hammer. But we got to. Why doesn't the military? I'm 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 very very disgusted with upper echelon of the military. My father was a drill instructor in the Marine Corps, and I'm going to tell you what. I thought there was more Marines that would step up. I know the laws of war manual depict and and they make very very clear because Trump went through them in 2016 and and updated all that. Where things like a uh, a foreign entity would take power, and the things that are going on at the border, and just the general, they've got it all covered. Why hasn't anybody stepped in and said, okay, here's what we're going to do militarily-wise? These okay, okay, Cave, okay, Cave, like that example right there where that, where that, hang on, where that congressman said that the next governor came in and started remo- unsecuring the borders. Why didn't the military intervene then? Right? Because they know they have to secure the borders. That's part of the, that's what their job is, you know? 100%. Yep. And I, I mean, as far as you get, actually, states that are on the border, where you have Texas, Arizona, whatnot, I'm surprised it went as far as it did, where it only shows you that they have a rhino, if it is a Republican in office, to let this continue because they can see wholeheartedly that there's absolutely nothing beneficial. To, to seeing the, the trafficking of the children, the, the drugs, and they're, they're tearing up their fences, their cattle. Everything's just getting dis- displaced, all for a Democratic uh, agenda. But why yeah. has the military not stepped in and said, listen, we got to stop this. It's going to stop here. And if you no, are – Dave. No, Dave, they'll come like Waco, Texas to a compound. They'll come to your compound like Waco, Texas and let you all on fire and kill you. Exactly. You know? I mean, it's it's insanity to think that our military, and it's not, it's Millie. I watch this Millie and this Blinken and these jack-offs on TV. They're absolutely puppets. They've been in power for too long. They don't have any sense of what's going on. They're all just paper puppet. They're key, keyboard cowboys, I like to call yeah, them all. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. My next caller here, I'm going to take my next call. Just like Rand Paul, he made a comment. One of his aides were assaulted or whatever. He, got, he was on Fox News talking about he doesn't understand how the system works. Why was this inmate released or do they have a system in place? Why? He was asking the most stupidest, bizarre questions, and he's a United States senator. You don't know how the, oper- this prison, the Federal Bureau of Prisons operates, and you're a United States senator? You should be ashamed of yourself. 
You know? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's, they turn away criminals and murderers and car thief jackers and all this stuff in New York City, and they hear you this guy wanting to run Trump into the ground over some paperwork. Yeah, paperwork. yeah, crazy. Bullshit. It's insane. It is. It, uh, it's got me fired up, yeah. But private caller, go ahead. Okay, Joe, how you doing, Joe? I know I understand why everybody's so upset right now, and believe me, so am I. Now, look, every state in the United States is a border state. But some states are more border states than others, and I am referring specifically to Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California, and to a slightly lesser extent, Nevada. They are all the yep. real border states. Now, here's what ought to be done, since it is clear as a bell that the United States government does not wish to protect the United States from this you invasion. heard the congressman's office. If you heard that congressman's office, you heard it. <laughs> yes. It is clear they do not. Since they do not, and since the primary responsibility for this is, is due and has been accepted for hundreds of years, the United States federal government, what the states need to do, and I know you, you probably got the wrong bunch of politicians in office to do this, but the states need to activate their militias. I know how badly they have allowed them to atrophy. I understand it. That is the state's fault. They need to activate their militias under whatever their militia statutes are, figure out a rotation program for those who are willing to volunteer for the duty, muster them, organize them, and prepare them to go to the border to repel this invasion since the federal government has decided to abrogate its duties. Now, again, look, I know we have arguments about what the nature of the militia is. Fine, granted, I get it. But it's going to have to be done, I believe, in accordance with the state authority. That means the governor. Now, we, like I said, we've got the wrong governor in California. It won't happen in California. It won't. It's possible it might happen in Texas and maybe Arizona. Possibly. Won't, this will not happen in California because Newsom's the governor. So forget it there. But still, there ought to at least be a token effort to try to get some response, to prompt some response from the state governors to assume that responsibility, which the federal government is refusing to do. Okay, so, so okay, now, but, the, okay, again, hang on. But that's what it's going to take, because right now the federal government doesn't want to do its job. The United States Armed Forces must take its orders from the commander-in-chief. God help us, whoever it is. He's got to be well, the one to do it. He's got to want to get him on to give the orders. But, but if the border's unsecured, that's a crime, obviously. <clears throat> They're not doing their yes, job. Therefore, but that's what I'm now the, people... the states are going to have to step up. And take the, even if it forces a constitutional crisis, they are going to have to do it to force the crisis. Because the Biden regime clearly doesn't want this to do it. They want people in here who they think are going to supplant the voters here who don't vote the way they think they ought to. They're they obstructing our right to vote, sorry. The is going to do it for them. Sarge, they're obstructing our right to vote. Didn't you hear my intro? What did the, guy, what did the president say? I know that. That's it is wrong. It is wrong. The citizenry, the citizenry is going to have to pressure these governors to do what the federal government is repeatedly refusing to do. Sarge, you they can get 150,000 people out. You can get 150,000 150, people in front of the governor's mansion. He's not going to do nothing. They're not going to do nothing still. Yes. They won't. The, the, the citizenry 
needs to force this issue. I can guarantee you, if you see several thousand people who are prepared to act as a state militia going to the state capitol saying, you either muster us in the service or we're going to take action on our own, Sarge, until that, that will done, not work. nothing will be done. We're going to that keep having the state of affairs day after day after day after day, and they won't do anything about it but say, oh, there's nothing we can you, do about it. Sarge, by the time people start calling their friends and whatnot and you start organizing armed people to go to the Capitol, they will be roundups, there will be arrests, and there will be confrontations, and people That's will go to jail. Have enough of them to do it all at once. They're not going to be able to do it with several thousand people there ready to go. And if they're making their, if they're making their express intention to report to the governor for duty – under the governor's orders, they're not going to be able to accuse them of being insurrectionists. Okay, but the governor's office would have to support it. Yeah. Governor's office would have to support it. Like I said, it's possible in Texas it might be done. Possible. I didn't say likely. I said possible. It won't happen in California with Newsom as the governor. Peter Ducey's wishy-washy. It could go either way. And about New Mexico, I'm not sure either. But somebody's got to start something somewhere. Otherwise, yeah. we might as well just lay back and enjoy being raped. Uh, Let me interject. I got three one four on here next. But go ahead, Mike. Yeah, first of all, Sarge is one hundred percent right. He, he's totally accurate. That's the answer, except for all the variables outside that make that answer, which is correct, implausible and improbable and, and not workable. And I want to just say that I, you know, what, obviously they want to get rid of TikTok right now because the government cannot control that the same way they control Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Right. Um, you know, obviously, it's the one platform where everybody can just get on there and express themselves to the most part without too much censoring. Um, at yep. least I, I find the only oh, thing... China, oh, but China's China seeing all our secrets. Hold on. Yeah, China. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. I, I want to just... Because the point I want to make... Well, that's all a front. That's all bullshit. They just use that as an excuse. Um the thing is that I saw a video the other day, because a lot of truth is coming out now, and I saw a video the other day from after, back in the early 1900s, um, and I uploaded it to BitChute. Back in the early 1900s, after World War I, um, it was after World War I, I don't think it was the Civil War, I think it was, I think it was after World War I, that the veterans, thousands of them, started protesting on on the White House lawn because they were not given. In fact, it was it was during the uh, yeah it was it was just around the time of the uh, the depression, and thousands of of former military veterans had been promised um, a some sort of a a, a check right like a. a separation check, right? It was, a bonus. it was supposed to be paid in 1944 or but the veterans said they needed it earlier than that. The legislation originally called for it to be paid in the mid-1940s, but owing to the Depression, the veterans were asking or demanding that it be paid prematurely. And that's what it was. So they called themselves the bonus marchers, the bonus army. Right, right. Well, the video I saw, I don't know if we're thinking about the same thing or not, because these were World War One veterans who, who supposedly did not receive a check that they should have already received, and because of that, they were protesting on on the grounds. 
and and the president. No, 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 wait, we got it. We get one thing straight though. They they were not do it at that time. They would do it according to the legislation. They would do it in the 1940s. They said that they, owing to the emergency of the depression, they needed to have it paid early, and that's what the protests were about. All right, go ahead, Mike. Well, Finish up. What was, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, at any rate, the point was that the the president called the United States military in on its own veterans and really? weapons, weapons and tear gas and burned down all their little makeshift tents and wooden huts and everything, and and literally chased them out of the gates. And then the president, rather than stopping at the gates, he continued outside the gates of Washington and continued to beat and imprison and just and basically um, kill any anybody that would have been standing up in opposition to the United States military. Used the United States military against its own citizens against veterans. Citizens. So well, that's true. And, and that's true. And it was called Hooverville. The veterans. Hooverville. Yeah. Hooverville. Yeah. Hooverville. Yep. Right. Hooverville. Oh. And uh, Douglas MacArthur was called in. Because remember, this happened in D.C., the capital, not in the state. So the right. armed forces could be used to suppress rebellion, riot, or insurrection. And they used the army to burn the Hoovervilles and shove the veterans out of D.C. And MacArthur got a black stain in his reputation for leading the army against World War One veterans, many of whom he had commanded as division commander of the Rainbow Division. But right. point being, what came of it? What came of it? We, they lost. The people lost. <laughs> you know? Right. It, 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 yes, it is. Uh, Mike, the ultimate, point, the ultimate point, I always bring it up, obviously, is the fact, and this goes to what I was saying about why, um, Sarge, everything you said was right, but why it won't work is because ultimately all of this is relative to the people with the money that are trying to put in their one-world government agenda order. Period. That's why yeah. our corrupt. That's why our petition. Our our politicians. Our nation has been infiltrated and hijacked by communists, by new world order, one-world government, godless communists. That's the bottom line. Now there's a whole bunch of stuff out there. Um, you know, on who those people are and what, what they're about and where they come from. But we know that they own the Fed, they own the World Banks, they own Hollywood, they own uh, the vast majority of the media. Um, so they're bad blood, they're a bad bloodline. I mean, they're ultimately, yeah, you know, um, uh, you know, it goes back to biblical concepts, right? Of your, you know, I'll crush your, you know, your head with my heel and you'll crush my, your brother's heel, you know? With yeah. your head. Let me take 314 here. 314 has been waiting. Go ahead. They got their hand up. Go ahead, 314. You know, uh, I just left them up at Walgreens, and they had five jars of Vaseline left on the shelf. <laughs> so those, okay. who, those that's willing to just bend over, you better hurry up and get them. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Here's the thing, Joseph. We all know what's happening. We all know why it's happening. We all know that the DA is no goddamn good. Why do we have to repeat that over and over and over and over again? Why do I keep hearing congressmen say that our militia is our National Guard? Now, they're speaking of that on a military level where you register – you go, you take your test, you sign up, you do your time. You're, you're committed. That's not the militia that I'm thinking of. 
And I'm looking at my state right here in Ohio, and until today I had never saw this. Our national militia is what this says. The Ohio National Guard, the Ohio Naval Militia, the Ohio Military Reserve, and the Ohio Cyber Reserve. Now, those are the only four groups that they recognize as organized militias that can be called upon in the state of Ohio legally. Now, well, your militia is the people themselves. That's right. That's man. it. That's what Mike is saying. And he's doing a whole thing like that. But these, these if, we, right if we're not willing to do that, why are we wasting our time having these conversations? Uh, look, look here. Oh, here's the thing. If, 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 if any National Guard unit is effective at stopping this invasion at the border, any of them, I don't care which one it is, what will happen is the Biden administration will federalize them and take them away from the state control. We need a militia That's what that I'm is saying. not under the command of the Pentagon or the president. That is the militia that is the unorganized militia of the Second Amendment. That's what I was talking about. I'm not talking about the National Guard. I am. Not, I was in the National Guard for 19 years. I am not talking about the National Guard. It's a reserve component of the United States Army. It can be federalized anytime the Pentagon or the president sees fit. I'm talking about the citizen militia, and that's what needs to be deployed to the border. Right, right no, on. That's, that's right. right. Let me, real, quick, real quick interjection. Real, real quick, real quick interjection, please, for the, for the listeners and for all you brothers, man. I just posted the ultimate definitive video. You guys have probably already seen it, but I put it at the top. It's the top video now at RighteousArmy.org. That video says it all, says it all. It's the one with Norm um, um, versus the black fellow speaking about, you know, they're in front of Congress. And there's a black yes, I remember that happening. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and yep. then and then Norm Olson yep. speaks. And that video, yep. I got the full video. It's beautiful and it's perfect and it's the truth and it's the top video on the homepage of RighteousArmy.org. So make sure you guys go to the site and watch that video. And I was a it's part it. of the militia, and I was a part of that movement back in uh, during that time period, Mike. Uh, I'm glad you put that up. Everybody forgets about that. Norm Olson, I actually talked to him on my Facebook page. He's a friend of mine that on my video Facebook page. Is the definitive video. It is the definitive ultimate video for people to know who and what the militia is, and everybody needs to watch it. Yeah, exactly. well, Norm Olson, like and, I said, right but he, now, he, I believe not, that is the only military force that's going to be able to protect us. That even has a possibility of protecting but us. The invasion, but the point being, the Biden that, regime is instrumental in enabling it. They don't want to stop it. But during the 1990s, point being, what Mike is trying to hang on, what Mike is trying to make is that during that time period, the militia had made very large progress at taking at, at really the government was afraid at that time because they had no control over you know but but now they've got the control they can isolate us sarge like you always say they can single us out and then you know round us up infiltrate us you know but again I mean, any it, militia that is responding to the orders of the governor cannot be accused of insurrection that's why I say that militia is going to have to find a governor with the guts and the backbone to order them to the border to stop this invasion. Then we have to elect the governor, then. We've got to find governors that we right. can elect. We've got to get that. governors who are willing to do it. The, the current well, I elect the governor, governor. Hang on. on. I've got Lieutenant well, Governor Mark. Turn around. Michael, Michael, Michael Van Stoyk for Florida. Please, please elect Michael Van Stoyk. <laughs> That's me. I've got Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson down here in, in North Carolina, and he's thinking about running for governor. Uh, he's a black guy, 
Okay. Now, look, yeah, I know him very well. Wanted, I'm he, very familiar with him. Okay. Well, will he take the pledge that he will organize a militia that's a good to protect thing. the borders here in North Carolina? That's the test That's for a me. good thing. When they can pull out, when they can pull out a black DA like that one in New York, then we got to counter them with someone that's representing the United States Constitution. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where's again, the DA? Who's electing the DA? Remembering this. We got to keep remembering this. The federal government has a primary responsibility of securing the border. The current man in that job and the people that run him don't want to do it. Any force that is effective at doing it will be curtailed by that same president. So the only other option that cannot be isolated, as you just said, Joe, would be a militia acting under the orders of a state governor. That's right. So we have to – any state that's having an election with the governor. And let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Suppose a state governor don't want to do it. Now what? Now what do you do? you got to get them out of office to get one that will. You can go through a dozen of them. But here's the thing. People coming across that border will invade and come in and start ransacking your house. What you going to do then? You do what they did in 1916 when Pancho Villa did it. They wiped them out. They killed 100. They killed about 125 of them the night they raided Columbus, Texas. And then one major in the Army in hot pursuit went into Mexico and killed another 85 of them. They wanted to give them the Medal of Honor, but they gave them the thing with service cross because they didn't want to spend too much and pay too much attention to it. That, that was 1980. Actually happened. I, I, that actually happened I agree in with you. I agree with you, and I know about that incident. But I'm tell, telling you now, that's what's going to have to happen tonight. The people is going to have to protect the damn border. You're going to protect your house. If they come across the border and they come into your house, what are we going to do? Call the military? Well, again, like I said, Joe, like you said, you are absolutely correct. If people start doing it on their own, even though that might force the issue to do, I'm not saying it wouldn't. I'm saying they run the risk of being isolated. If you are acting under the orders of a state governor, under the militia laws of that state, they cannot be isolated. They are acting legitimately as long as they do things under the law. So, but and each state has say, different militia laws, correct? That's okay. Whatever they are, this should be adequate to stop an invasion. To stop something at the border, these people are going to have to either be shot, and there's going to have to be examples made of because they're not going to stop. It's just like the mob used to do. You got to knock three or four guys off the rail to get the rest of them to fall in line. They will. I mean, you start sending shit downrange at somebody and say, "Listen, stay over on your side of the lake." That's all there is to it. Period. All right, let's and listen to this. Okay. You this is what my card says. I got a militia card here from the Florida. It's Florida State Militia. It says, uh, this is what it says, on my, I'm a card-carrying militia guy here from Florida. Okay, it says, the herein named is a member of the Florida militia, regiment number 13, 13th. It says, County, County of Parish, Indian River. And it says, name, Joseph A. Gibson, born uh, August 17th. I don't mind, I gave birth. While the year of the Lord... Uh, uh, effective, and I've got a number here, you know, zero nine, blah 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 blah. It's a long digits, but many digits, and it's signed without prejudice, and I signed it, and it's witnessed by somebody else who signed it. And on the back of the card, it says, 
Uh, it says, United States of America, Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 12, 16, Militia. And then um, it says, uh, it's, maybe it's in very fine print now, it says, uh, the Rights Amendment, um, uh, well-regulated, you know, it goes over the Second Amendment and whatnot, Constitution of the State of Florida, Article 10, Section 2, Militia, Florida Statutes, uh, Title 17, Chapter 25602, Militia, Florida Statutes, 4879001, Section 8C. Um, and law enforcement officer uh, means state militia. Uh, so uh, Florida State Militia, Title 48, Chapter 790-051, Section 84C. So that's my card. I'm a card guy. It's got my picture on it and everything. That's what I was issued. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, uh, a member of the Florida Militia. So well, where's everybody team? else? Who issued that? Who issued that? Joe. That is that was uh, in the nineteen. I was in the nineteen nineties when I was very well well entrenched in militia groups across the country. Oh. Well, Joe, so you know, you, I'm who, glad you cited that? that article, who issued that, that section who issued of Article that One, you? Section Eight, that please, says please Congress. Hold on, hang on. Hold on. Let him answer. Hold on. I had a question. Let him answer it. I want to hear the answer. Joe, who issued that to you? Uh, this guy's I, I didn't know this guy too well. It was Daniel? Uh, his name is signed here at the bottom. Daniel. Uh, uh, I can't read his last name, but it was he's the one that did it. And then he had he was a notary of the public too. It's got it's the title notary of public. That's what it says next to it. And uh, but I, I'm not going to give out all the names of the guys that were there with me because that, that wouldn't be right. So in other words, he had a right to do It was through it was through a local militia group. It had nothing to do with the government at all, right? Absolutely. No, no, no. You, it, well, no, it right. didn't. It, it, I, okay. I read the card, the back of the card to you. It was quoting the Title 48, Chapter seven ninety zero five one, Section uh, yeah. but, that, but that would be government if you're if you're if you're quoting statute, state statute. Well, but it's, it, it that, well, that's what I'm just saying. That's what it says on the back of the card. I could, got, I'll send you a picture of it if you want. It's got a picture of a guy holding a rifle. It's got my picture on the front and the picture of the state of Florida. And it's got the notary, and it's stamped notary of, uh, see, it's all, it's not fine, but it's a very small card. It's like a driver's license. Yeah, it doesn't and, have to be, Joseph, it doesn't have to be any one. It doesn't have to be any one militia group. It could be a dozen of them, as long as they're all in well, line for the right thing. You guys are not finish my point. You're not letting me finish my point. You see, I was, I, we were linked up. I was linked up with many of these groups. Where are all these people today? You know, many of these guys were, you know, back back then, this, I'm talking about, you don't know how serious this was. You know, people were Waco, Texas and whatnot, Ruby Ridge. You know, this was very serious, if you remember the moment of the day at that time. You know, and, and, and you know, I'm also, uh, um, you know, it's, it's just that I had a lot of connections back then with many people and whatnot. I'm just saying Florida, I've just read that one because Mike's from Florida, that's why. But where's the Florida militia? Where are they? Where are all these guys at? I'm not down there anymore. This card yeah, expired. Me, uh, me my card, this card expired me, actually in May of uh, 2011. So, but, but Joe, Joe, Article One, Section Eight. Section Eight gives Congress the power. Section Four, Article One, Section Eight, Section rather Clause Fourteen gives this power to Congress, not the President, to Congress. Here's what it well, says. Right there, Article One, Section Eight, Section Fourteen, to provide. For calling forth the militia, that means Congress, not the president, to execute the laws of the Union, suppress insurrections, and repel invasions. Now, here's the key. 
We've got to get this thing down to the border considered an invasion and maybe force Congress to call up the militia. Okay. Well, I agree you with you on that. I agree okay. with you that. Who are we calling in Florida? Again, I have a card here that says Florida State Militia. It's got my picture on it. Back then, I knew who to contact. Who well, are we I contacting today? Joseph. Here's what you got to do. Hang you on, Joe. We shall know. We shall be Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. the laws governing the militia in the state of Florida. Oh. Then you will I know who the state of Florida says the militia is and how they'll be organized. When they're summoned into service, listen, let's talk about this like this way. It don't have to be any one particular militia in the state of Florida. It can be groups of people that come together exactly. for the right thing. It Congress has to ain't going somewhere. Congress yeah, is to, not going I'm to. Just giving, listen, guys, I'm just giving you an example. This is the regiment, 13th Regiment of Florida. This is a militia okay, group. Where, one of who many. do you contact? That's Where fine. are you people? Yeah, that's fine. That could be one of many. The point is they would be centrally commanded, whatever they call themselves, they would report to a central command under the authority of the governor. We, and the governor would see to it they are organized to do whatever the if militia the governor, is If the governor do. don't do it, but sorry, if the governor don't do it, the people got the right to do it. Simple. If, have the right if to do there's it, no but, governor, but the people caveat, got the right to do it. There's, there's got to be a caveat there, though, if you don't want to be considered to be an insurrectionist. And you can, we can, they Ugh. can organize themselves, be prepared completely to deploy. But at some point, if they're going to enforce the border... They are going to have to be under the authority of a governor. They're going to have to convince them, you need to take us under control and deploy us to the border under your authority. Okay, Sarge, all right. Now, again, this was, uh, again, just pointing out one group here. Every state has these groups. Joe, everything we're talking about right now, everything that everybody has to Mike. As long as they're working together to do what the state needs to have done. All right, sorry, everything hang on. Go ahead, Mike. Everything that we're talking about right now, everything that everybody has said is precisely why last summer I created RighteousArmy.org to try to make sense of who the – pardon my French, man. I'm almost going to blur it Who the hell is the militia? Who are they? Where are they? Who's the leader? Who's in control? Because it's – obviously, we just revealed the fact that everybody's got, like, chickens with their heads cut off or their heads up their ass. Like, yep, oh, yep, oh, militia, yep. Who's that? Oh, where, where? Who, when, why? Yep, right? oh, yep. Insurrection. You know, law, statutes. Who's what? Oh, governor. It, it's, it's so it's fucked up that yep. that's what I was trying to do was to get people to realize that, first and foremost, we the people are the militia, period. We are. We are. So let's have in every single county a militia office, a hub. Let's have a state coordinator that can coordinate with the governor to say, hey, governor, we're the people. We're the militia. So there's a form of some semblance of organization and structure. And it's mind-blowing yeah. to me how many. That's how, what you got to do. How, there you go. It, it, you said it. There you go. That's, That's what you have to do. Look, we don't have to get excited, fellas. We're going to raise our blood pressure and fall out. Don't get excited. We can talk <laughs> yep. this very calmly. What he said is exactly what just have to do. You are with the Precise. 13 regiment. It can be 50 damn regiments. It don't have to be one. Right. As long as but we understand what the objective is. You're, you're as long my as point. they're operating under some state authority, 
which is to do a state for Remember, the security of a free state. That's the Second Amendment. Their state means each of the states. What I'm trying to make well, the point is... I tell you is, what the state authority is. That state is a sovereign country. That's what I'm the I'm trying to make is. the point that we were organized. There wasn't everybody running around with their heads cut off at the one time. Yeah. Why can't we recapture this what, organization? Well, that's, that's what it. That's now we got to sell the idea to our fellow citizens, and then we got to get them ready to go. Because, look, let's face it, even our fellow citizens who might sympathize with are not going to be very friendly to the idea of a mob running around with no organization, like we said, chickens with their heads cut off. They've got to be organized. They've got to have some semblance of militia discipline, and they've got to be ready to I do what needs you. to be done in an I organized manner. You. Now, what I just, sent, I just sent Mike a picture it. of, I just, I, hang on, I just sent Mike a picture of my two cards, one of them, I sent him the backside of them. One of them, one of the cards is where, where, was it, where I was affiliated through the militia, through the military, where I was a radio operator, okay? Now, that, because I had, everyone assigned position. If society was to break down, if we were to go arrest the government, or whatever flamboyant ideas were going around at that time, I can't remember, it was a long time ago, 30 years ago, you know, uh, these were the things that I was involved with, and we were well organized, we were well regulated and, and all, all 50 states actually why Michigan, did you, you guys ever stop Joseph excuse Joseph, me why did they ever stop excuse me uh, uh, Norman, we got you were talking about guard, that's why we got the national guard that's why it happened well no well, hey, we don't, what well, we, hey jo- Joseph Joseph and what, yes. uh, and what branch were you a radio man excuse me the, the, what branch uh, were you a radio man that was the air force and it was uh, what had happened was I was, I, have, I was tied. See, you don't understand. We don't want to read too much into this. I was connected to that branch with people there because if society broke down and governmental operations broke down, members of the, the general public like me, who uh, right, would then work with people within the military branches that would want to what keep our republic restored and in shape and you know entrenched. So that so I had connections. And these are the people, you know, and, and I'm just saying that there were hundreds of thousands of us across the country. We can do that again. It can be done. But with this technology shot us in the foot, man, with the Internet shot us in the foot in the 1990s. It's been condemned, and it's almost like you can't do it because you become an insurrectionist. You'll get locked up. Yep, exactly. It should be forward more so than anything we should have that group and it should be training where no matter what the politicians and the people both see that the group that's trained to take control when the shit hits the fan has that ability to do it and it's like a uh a check and balance if you if you screw around or fuck up here we come you're out of here you're done and then somebody steps in, boom. What like it that. is, James, everyone's all concerned with the FBI, this guy's FBI, your FBI, your FBI, your infiltrate. You have nothing to worry about. You, if you, you're, you're not breaking the law, and if you are, you have enough freaking common sense to figure it out that this guy's no good, and he's trying to convince you to do something wrong, you know? So just let it be. Everyone wants to take down their platform, run away, turn their computers off, and throw them in the trash and think that you're going to be safe now. You know? You can't, you know come on. It can't be a secret. That's the problem. It can't be a secret. It's got to be in the forefront, and it's got to be like a fucking the spear, of, the head of a spear, so sharp that if you well, around, transparency. Transparency oh, wait, wait. is key, of course. 
We've got to get these governors to do their duty. They're, do, they're failing us by not doing their duty and having someone that is an effective force to repel this invasion. Joe Biden does not want to put an effective force on the border to repel this invasion. It's going to be up to the states to well, do it. Well, you know, governors ain't going to do it. means they have to to get it done. Governors well, I mean, going to do while it. So while we're trying, while we're talking here. Yeah, I think Adam's going to give me a call here. Adam from Ohio is going to be calling in here in a minute. Uh, he just sent me a message. Uh, he's at work listening. Uh, and then I got uh, – I'm trying to get rid of these trolls, too. I got a lot of people on my board that are trolls. Remember last week I got hammered with them, and it's hard. It takes away from the podcast, really. I mean, it's okay. It's funny a couple times, but some of the crap they pull is just disgusting, you know? So, I mean, they loaded up my chat room last week. Sarge mentions the invasion, and he's right, it's an invasion. But what people need to realize more than that, anybody who has watched Europa the Last Battle knows that it's more than an invasion. It's the enemy, the bankers, the money people, the people that are controlling everything, that want a new world order, one world government agenda, are literally using their money to ship people from all around the world into this nation to tear it down from within. We need to find out who's doing that and bring their ass to justice. And that's why I brought up the border, guys. That's why I brought up the border with that politician on the phone earlier, politician's office, congressman's office. Because if we can't secure our borders, then we don't have a country. We don't. You know, like Mike just said, they're shipping people in from all over the place to destroy destroy us. We don't right now because Joe Biden and the uh, president of uh, Mexico and Trudeau signed that fucking DNA, that deployment of the Northern Americas, where they are – they flat out say it. They signed it. They're in agreement to it. And the borders are wide open. They're going to work together to provide an equal opportunity for equity all the way across. But, Dave, how many of us are helping out each other out at the same time? You know, look, it doesn't take hundreds of thousands of dollars. It just takes a $20 bill, $10 bill, a $50 bill. It takes that time also. You know, who can work the phones? Who can call people? I can give you a phone list to call for me when I start campaigning. Who's going to call these people and vote for Joe Gibson? Who's going to, how we, who's going to support Mike and his Righteous Army website? Who's going to forward the links out, you know, email them out to everybody so the videos can get exposure so one I can send it to the next. You know, who's doing their part? Is everybody doing their part in this, or are we just talking? Mike put the platform together. It made it very, very fucking clear to everybody, and it was a disgrace to see that the fucking military guys, they should have stepped up because my father told me that when you join the military, once you get out, that's your duty to go back into society and help people and to make sure that people are aware of what the fuck is going on or what they can be done. But yet, it's completely... Negated. And I don't know if it's because they're scared because they're going to go to jail if they're getting. A, a, a it's because they didn't know about it, Dave. A lot of people did not know about it. There's people I talk to today, and I talk about the Righteous Army or the Zoom channels we do, and we bring it up. Even some we talk about it like it's thing of the past from a thousand years ago. You know, people didn't know about it, and they didn't know about it. You know. Shadows and sat on their hands like a bunch of fucking transgender queers. Well, people didn't see it. People didn't, yeah. people didn't see it. They didn't know about it. What time it be on? So we're just using one example right here. We're talking about his, his Zoom channel that he had where everybody got together. Yes, some people were emailed, but some people don't even read their emails every day. I've got friends that don't check their emails every day. And then a week goes by and they miss it, you know? So, so that's where I'm just saying that's some. That's some. Well, you know, with people that didn't know. 
through Twitter uh, and everything else, how the, how the government worked hand-in-hand with these people to suppress and, and to, to hide everything that they did. If they wanted to flag it, they flagged it. Bang, bang, bang. You couldn't see nothing. So it had a time when we had a, a stupid-ass, lying-ass COVID bullshit story that's going on where, you know, media-wise, I don't know how we would do it. What do we got to do? Steal a fucking Chinese balloon and fly it over America? Because apparently you can do that with no fucking well, problem. Yeah, and, another thing, too. Yeah, well, well, be careful with your language. Thing. I don't want to get kicked off of iHeartRadio, please. Oh, yeah, don't be, yeah, we can be cool with it. The thing is, if you don't protect the borders, well, then what you going to do? You going to protect your front yard, your neighborhood? Because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what's yeah. I would prefer that the United States Army, the National Guard, the Border Patrol do its job and secure the borders. Right now, that ain't happening. That ain't never going to happen with Joe Biden in the White House and the people who run him. So in the meantime, until we can get a president in who sees they that as well as primary Sarge. the people are going to have to do it themselves. But we have no more elections. They've taken away our right to vote. Did you hear my intro? What did the president say? It's wrong. That not, so that for us not to be able to vote, instead, the Constitution is clear. Well, if they rigged our elections and they've hijacked them, we don't have the right to vote anymore. So what are we gonna, who are we voting for? We've got to find a way to actually get across through media somehow or another to communicate where it can be – I don't care if it's a newspaper. I don't care if it's a telegram, fireworks – Smoke well, we are right now. Well, but we it, are right it, now. It, We're on the phone with many limited. different people. It's like just like Mike was, it's limited, and more so when you go onto mainstream media because you have everything being censored. It's so limited, but guess what, Dave? Dave, but guess what? When we hang up from this podcast show, if we were doing something here, just say in Greensboro, North Carolina, tomorrow or next week or in a month, you got friends, you got a cell phone, you can you can con- you got email, you can email your friends, and then their friends can email their friends, their friends can email their friends, and and, be, and you can get a thousand people here to show up and converge on one town. You know, it's not that hard. There's too many people complacent because it hasn't knocked on their front door yet to confront them head on to let them see that this is a rug that's been snatched out from underneath them, and there ain't nothing you can do except selfishness. What we're about. Selfishness. There's selfishness. Right? There's an event going on April 22nd down there in Florida, uh, you know, with, with a group down there. Uh, they're going to be protesting the drag queen stuff. So I plan on going. Sarge is saying, I don't understand how Texas at one point, when this first started, how being, if I was a rancher down there, and I let's say I had 500 acres, I know I don't have that many people in my family, but I have enough people in the community as ranching along the border that you've got to stop it. you got to stop it. So why wasn't something done with the, the governor down there and the National Guard put in place to stop it, or at least a deterrent, because they didn't want to build the wall. I don't care about a wall. I'd rather... Take my chances with a wall than a guy with a gun. Period. Well, again, 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 again. We can say should have, should have, what have we should have done this, should have done that. Again, I, that's why I sent Mike that uh, picture, or whatever. Yeah, I've been involved with many different people, different groups throughout the years. So, so maybe you or so Sarge, uh, whatnot, whatever aspect of the, of the alternative media all of us have taken part in here, one way or the other. We have the voices. Why are we not out there doing the activism too, though? We're saying. We're not talking about the groups like us now that were having to do this because it's what it's come to. We're talking about the military that should be stepping in. They should see this, that these people that are in power, that they have the military, can say, listen, you 
or not doing your job. You're neglecting what you're doing as an official elected. You need to be removed. However, if you have to give, take them down to Guantanamo Bay, if, whatever you got to do, have a tribunal to get rid of that person and put someone who will protect the border because that is your job, period. Once you don't do your job, you get fired anywhere else. Well, we just heard about you know, I don't. What we're talking about is a failure on so many levels, it's almost incomprehensible. There are all kinds of checks and balances in the Constitution that should not make it necessary for members of the armed forces to commit mutiny or insubordination in order to protect our borders. Our civic leaders are supposed to be holding the people who are accountable, accountable, and they're not. Even if that means impeachment and getting people in who will do the job they are constitutionally obligated to do. We should not expect members of the armed forces to commit mutiny and subordination, because I think that's a dangerous precedent, too. Local I think what we've got to do is force our leaders to do what needs to be done. And that means the citizens step up and say, you have to do this or this might just ensue. Then it has to be done. I don't know. Local. I know it's bad. How bad was it for the men at Valley Forge? It's not that bad. Okay, well, all right. I know. Okay, this is, this is another thing. Hang on. One person at a time, please. Hang on. Go ahead there. Uh, uh, uh. What's his name? Bianca, I'll go ahead. The people in America okay, not have to go to Afghanistan, Ukraine, or wherever for our military and protect our own borders first and foremost. Then if something okay. happens to go, that's fine. That's fine. This is something that could be done. Go ahead and form your regiment and start training. Start having gun safety and how to shoot at, Nobody needs a train at gun range. Don't be running around in the woods now. Because this well, what that's they what I'm saying. Have that we don't have to do that. Structured. That's, that's, well, that's how, that's do people to... know how to shoot? We don't, we're not expecting to shoot. We don't need to shoot anything right now. We, don't, we haven't gone to that level yet because none of us have – hang on, because nobody's gotten to the level yet to using the First Amendment. We haven't gotten to, through exhausting that point yet because we haven't gotten a crowd or, or a large enough crowd to do the right thing at our local level yet. You know, I don't see it anywhere happening. I don't see nothing you know what, Joseph? You know? They talking about canceling the Constitution. You see all them kids marching in, in Nashville? They want to do away with the Constitution. <laughs> yeah. now, yeah, where what are they today? When, wait a minute. What happens when the Constitution is done away with? Joseph, Did all bets okay, are Bianchi, where, Okay, they marched in Nashville. Where are they today? They're not doing nothing today. There's nothing going on in Nashville today. So let them have their voice. But they're going to be going to the polls. Okay. No. What did I just, that's what I've been trying to get to. Everybody keeps cutting me off. Your local elections. That's what we need to be concentrating on. Make sure they're snuffed out at the local election level. They're voted out, sent home, and get our people in there. But wait you know? a minute, Joe. You just said a minute ago, and you were right. We don't have an election anymore. They've taken it away because they have rigged voting machines. That's right. That's right. We don't and have a so what system. do we do to stop? What do we do to fix that, Dave? We've got to have electioneers that are and people that are delegate uh, what uh, delegates that are there monitoring the polls. Hang on, monitoring the polls. We got to monitor those polls. Something has got to happen dramatically. Where there are people that have committed. This treasonous act have got to be held accountable so that people realize you can't continue to do it. That's what's got to start. There's got to be some type of judicial something, military, whatever. However, they have to be held accountable. 
And it's I, had, not- when I had my primary here in North Carolina. There were seven different polling places that people can go vote at. I, would, I needed to have people there at each polling place to monitor the, those ballots and monitor those voting machines. Uh, you know, where was everybody? You know, I had supposedly 2,000 people that supported me. Well, where the hell were they? You know, I was there with five of them at one spot. You know, but I'm just saying, though, we got to have people together. We've got to have boots on the ground. We've got to be out there bringing people, driving people to the polls. You've got to have a well-oiled machine, that a mechanism that's working in each county, each state. And Mike Stark tried reaching out nationally to uh, to see what was out there. And, what, and when he pulled the net back in, when he threw the fishing net out there, it came back with nothing almost. So, you know, the thing of it is, is that you've got to keep fishing. Fishing though we got to keep going out there fishing and pulling them back, pulling the net in. Yeah, I mean it's just not going to. Ha- sometimes it's gonna, it may take a long time. It may take. Maybe he'll get lucky, or you will, or I will. Who knows? But I'm just saying, so we're well, not we doing anything. We're not, not getting nothing. The biggest problem we don't have a long time to wait. A tragedy large enough to affect everyone to see that where this has to happen. That's what it's come down to. These people just have not seen what the effect of all this garbage is because it's it's kind of just slid over you know it, it's brushed under under the rug and then it's it's talked about they bring up another subject you know there's so much distraction going on when the tragedy happens close to home people start paying attention yeah well That's we're all over the place Everybody's yelling and going, you know, you've got to be careful. You have to have some order. And that's what worries me is if we have a bunch of – we have chaos out there because, well, I mean, there's a lot of provocateurs out there. I'm talking about – Yeah, that's been proven at these trials. The Proud Boys trial is proving that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm saying a tragedy as far as, like, somebody coming across the border, let a thousand of them clowns coming over, and then now you have multiple rapes murders, uh, whatever, right there, you, you know, if you have that right on your doorstep, now they're shipping them everywhere. Maybe that's what it's going to take, that they just have to ship these people all over. And well, they're already doing them. that. They're already doing that, you know. There's already thousands coming across. Well, they stormed the borders, you know. Well, they already they stormed them down there. All these are terrorist cells that they've let get infiltrated, and there's going to be enough guys that have enough training. They'll get with these groups of people. When it comes time for us or Anybody to try and put down the bullshit, all the garbage that we're talking about, we're going to have a serious problem because they're already here coming. They've got I don't think that up. I don't think it's going to be something that that we have to worry about right now from as far as the border goes. I think maybe we're, we're we're sick from the inside, you know, and and, and the border is just one of the ailments that has to has to be fixed. I mean, or one of the things that are broken. I mean, we're sick from the inside. I mean, for goodness sake, look at our counties and cities. Just the people that have come across that border up until this point in time are enough to bring this country to its knees and worse. Look at 9-11. Well, Look at whatever's a false They're voting. They're know. voting, too. Where did he get – I mean, I don't understand something, though. When you go talk to these liberals, some of them, I mean, and you show them the common sense and the facts, is it just pride that they just won't admit they're wrong? I mean, I admit when I'm wrong. I mean, I don't understand it. Fanatic, you, can't you can't. Did you see when my office at that hearing in the Senate 
with Ted Cruz asking him basic questions about the border invasion and his complete evasion of everything that is basic that you and I know about the border? He said he didn't even know what the armbands, the wristbands that they're dropping all over the place signified. It was unbelievable his professed level of ignorance, and we know he isn't that ignorant. We know he's just professing ignorance because he doesn't want to be accountable. And nobody in Congress, it seems, is holding this bastard Well, let me ask you a question, Sarge, Ted Cruz, and all these people. How long are they in Congress for in Senate? Well, how long are they get elected for? I mean, it seems like he's been there for 30 years. Go home. It's, it's time to go home. People are electing them. <laughs> well, I mean, but Ted Cruz is questions. The man is the head of the Department of Homeland Security. He could not answer basic questions that the head of the Homeland Department Security coming in for a congressional hearing, which surely had prepared himself to answer. I, it was I've unbelievable when I witnessed it. I've always thrown this out at the liberals that this question can't get answered. Joe Biden's been office, in office for 50 years. Why in the hell would you elect somebody like that? 50 years. Because the people in Delaware like this son of a bitch. People in Delaware like that son of a bitch. That's why. We didn't elect him, Joe. We did not elect him. I'm convinced of that. He was not elected. Let's sum this discussion up real quick. If either we go, you going to protect your state borders, or you're going to have to protect your yard. You're going to have to prepare for one or the other. Your front yard or your state borders? Which well, one is it going the, to be? You, you pose a hard question there. You want to put, pose the hard question. Pose, but everybody that's just on the line here tonight and the people that haven't called in, what are you going to do about it tomorrow? What, what are you going to do? What's your job to do tomorrow? I don't care what it is. What are you going to do to try to make your republic a better place? Are you going to call your local politician? Why do I got to call them for everybody to listen? Why can't somebody else call them and record it and play it on my show? You know, look, well, what are you going to do about it? You know, you know I mean, we got to do something. I mean, I, I know Mike's out there working hard. I know that for a fact. I, I, I mean, I know a couple other people that are listening are. But, you know, where's everybody else? Look at my situation. And for your information, and for your information, I'm meeting with some state rep. I'm meeting with a state rep this come Thursday. So okay. we're going right. to also discuss this. I, I like yeah. to know where all the sheriffs are. Now are I got nobody talking. <laughs> are you here? Uh, everybody's here. Yep. Everybody's here. Um, listen. Well, I tell you, Joe, you know, I'll tell you about my group that we go uh, wild boar hunting with. You know, I'll tell you about them, right? No. Well, I got a group that we regularly go boar hunting with, and every single one of us, a group of 25 of us, every single one of us is a veteran. Uh, uh, Most of us are Army veterans, a couple of Air Force guys, and a couple ex-Marines. And all of these guys already have all the equipment they need to be members of a military militia. Now, we've already organized ourselves along militia lines. While we do our hog hunting, we do basic military tactical drills, and we're prepared to export our skills to other people, either to train them or to help them organize into militias, again, that are accountable to state governors or our state governor should the need arise. And I think that's what we need to do in every locale, wherever possible. All you got to do is get a small group of guys together 
and, and, and get them to agree on certain things. And, and you got the right of, A, the right to keep and bear arms. Two, you got the right of free association. You can call yourself anything you want. Nobody can stop you from calling yourself a militia or anything. The point of the matter is to be prepared to deploy when and if the situation should arise if the governor calls up the unorganized militia and be prepared to train and help others to be ready to respond. Okay. All right. Well, that's, the sheriff that's step good. up and be Where's this, uh, you know, what that about this Republic? Remember that Republic I used to have on here? Remember the Republic I had on here all the time? I sent uh, Jim, Jim Carpenter, a text message a couple of days ago. He didn't even have the audacity to reply to me. So I can see where their heart is and where they where they went to, uh, and what, what all you know what dedication they had or how much they backed me or really what was their agenda from the get go. Uh, <clears throat> I, 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 I worry about that. So you know, w- w- could I have trusted these guys? I don't know. Obviously, no. Right? Did we not put our faith in everything that we thought that we had to do legal, lawfully, peacefully through the sheriff. Well. The sheriff, yes, the sheriff's offices, you know, but then a lot of sheriffs have been corrupted, you know, uh, and sold out. I would think that would be the only way we could hold our governors, you know, the people that are in power that are corrupt, that we could put together a group to go and confront them and say, listen, you know, the sheriff's packing us. Let's get them out. Well, they call it, they talk about deputies. They got a governor like Fetterman. They got a governor like Fetterman. If you if there anything like with the, some of these governors in Illinois who just told J. B. Pritzker, hey Governor Pritzker, we are constitutionally elected officers too, and we're not going to enforce your unconstitutional gun control laws. Now you need to find sheriffs like that because they're probably there you the go. kind of sheriffs that we're looking for. But yeah. you had a black judge in Illinois that said that they better. Well, well let, let, let's see. The, let's force the Constitution crisis then. A black judge can't put handcuffs on anybody. No, he can't put handcuffs on anybody. And like I said, they're constitutional officers. Let, 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 let's force the constitutional crisis. These guys said yeah. they're not going to enforce J.B. Pritzker's and the Illinois legislature's unconstitutional gun control laws. Let them send the state police or whoever they're going to send. And let's see what shakes out. Well, I know Adam was going to join me here. I don't know where he went. I guess he must have got tied up at work, so that's okay. He, was, he said, he, said uh, he was going to call in, so send me a message. I don't know where he went. So, uh, but, uh, I mean, it's not like the sheriff is, is some satrap of the governor. They are constitutionally elected officers in their own right, and they have a duty to apply the Constitution Sorry. like he does. Sarge, where's your conservative radio guy that we were on with the other night? He said he was going to join me tonight. I'm scanning the board here. I don't see him with his hand up. If he's uh, listening, I can't that's one. I, I cannot, I cannot. <laughs> well, we listen, but this is what we I'm live, talking about. This is what I'm talking. This is what I'm talking about, Sarge. Under, we ahead, live under laws. We live under laws. Whereas 96 percent of them are made are not voted on by Congress. You got people in bureaucrats and these alphabet organizations that's making the laws that you live under. Case law. Your constitution, your constitution is being amended every year with five row judges. Yep. That shit needs to stop. Alexander said that. Alexander said the courts have no will and no enforcement. Nope. Well. Again, you know, look, next Tuesday we'll be here at 7 o'clock. 
p.m. And, uh, you know, like I said, we'll call one of these politicians again to start the show off, and I'll come up with an idea of where we can. Mike really could have made a good comment there to him. That he, put, <laughs> he sounded off to that he said, congressman's office there. Uh, <laughs> they're all corrupt. He said, maybe not all of them. Well, maybe all of them. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was real good. All right, I guess closing thoughts here. Like, I think it's more like feckless and cowardly, and I understand why they're feckless and cowardly, but sometimes you got to reach down, you got to grab your testicles, you got to pull them up and say, enough is enough. Yeah. I don't know yeah, what that, that was point a good song is too, individuals, but I know what it is for mine, because I'm scared too sometimes. But sometimes you got to reach down there and get your nuts and know that well, Trump's there. giving a speech tonight, right? Trump's going to give a speech tonight, or has he already given yeah. it? Eight fifteen. Uh, it's probably eight thirty when it starts. So it's about eight thirty-eight now. Okay. All right. Here's another thing. Tonight. Go ahead. Here's go ahead. my okay. closing thoughts. Thought. Yeah. Go ahead. If it if, if it wasn't a Trump, if Trump didn't even exist, you still would have this problem. You still would have had this problem. And you know, I, I don't know how long I've been knowing you, Joseph. I think one of the first things I talked to you a long time ago about your militia, I said that you should be having gun safety, and gun training with your people, with your kids. Just yeah. for just happenstance you need. Because if you can't protect your borders, guess what the next thing you're going to have to protect? You have to protect your front yard. That's right. Thank you. That's right. You're right, Pianchi. Go ahead, Dave. Closing thoughts, Dave. Go ahead. You've got closing thoughts. Go ahead. The floor is yours. All I can say is I hope to God that there's enough people that, that can realize that there's going to have to be somebody that can be put forward to hold these people accountable, that they need to be removed. And I'm not talking as far as eliminating all kinds of different things. It's just the, the safety of our border and the, the functional system of our country has to be restored. When you talk about restoring the republic, we need to restore everything from the ground up, judicial, political, and I believe once we get these people out that we can be held accountable, that there shouldn't be so much political nonsense because all they do is make wood spaghetti, word salad with no bread, no Italian dressing, and it sucks because all they do is make it worse that the laws on top of laws, the amendments, we need to cut it down to what it used to be, simple, simplify everything, hold people accountable, and if you don't want to abide by what we're saying, what the law is, and what's good and moral, and, hey, a righteous army can put together, then you got to go. That's it. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 Mike, you got still out there? You want to give closing thoughts to tonight's show? Yeah, man. Um you know, anybody who hears this show, um, they need to be intimately familiar with everything that has been published at the Big Virus Hoax, H-O-A-X, thebigvirushoax.com. Um, the top video on there, um, I spent three days putting it together. It, it's it's just all kinds of clippets of doctors and PhDs and military people talking about how the um, – the COVID jab is, in fact, a bioweapon. It's absolutely a depopulation bioweapon. That's a fact. Um, that doesn't mean every single shot. Um, they're doing it strategically. Uh, there are placebos, and there are a variety of different types of shots for different types of ex experimental reasons. 
but everything on that page, people need to know what's on that website, as well as righteousarmy.org. So it's thebigvirushoax.com, but it's righteousarmy.org because it's an organization, and they should know everything that's on that page because um, I've outlined it as best as it can be best. Um, Dave alluded to that earlier. I mean, the platform is there. It's, it's the it's the perfect approach. It was inspired by the Creator Lord God Almighty, the God of Life, uh, rose me up at 3 a.m. on several occasions to put it together. Um, it's it, everything that's in there is is perfectly written for anybody who is, you know, center to right in their political and social views. If they identify, if they were a Trump supporter, if they were consider them, if they identify as a Republican, a conservative, a Christian, a, a person who believes in God a truther, a patriot, um, they'll agree with everything that's on that website. I just got a phone call yesterday from a woman in Broward County, said she wanted to get on the team and start getting active in Broward County. She was asking me how many people we have in Broward. And she's actually from, um, I believe it was Romania or Bulgaria, but she's been here for 18 years. She still had a heavy accent from where she's from, but she totally loved the site and everything that was on there and agrees with it. So the site's still there. Um, I was thinking about doing Zoom meetings again at some point in the future. I'm not ready to do that yet. I'm trying to um, – I did send out an email lately, uh, recently, where I finally – you know, over the last several years, I've, I've always sent emails to Governor Ron DeSantis, the Attorney General Ashley Moody, um, uh, the Department of Justice, um, uh, the county mayor, the county police director, uh, every sheriff in the state of Florida – I always send out all my emails to all those people, but I never sent out to my county commissioners. And so just recently I contacted every county commissioner in Miami-Dade County via their email. I called my my direct commissioner on the phone, and uh, now I'm sending my emails. I'm I'm forwarding and CCing or sending directly to them as well anything that I send out. I advise them that while while I did not include them in my emails over the last few years, they're now advised on all the things that I've been saying to Ron DeSantis and all the sheriffs in our state for the past three years. So I've included them because that's what I'm starting to do is do my own kind of lead by example. I'm going to start working um, in my county. I called and asked for a, uh, an opportunity to do what's called a citizen's presentation at the commissioner's hearing. Um, I'm waiting to get a word back on that because that will be publicly recorded. So I'm going to really start honing in on my local county because, as you know, when I was doing RighteousArmy.org, I was the national militia coordinator or Righteous Army coordinator because I was putting forth an effort to try to get people in different counties throughout different states to wake up to become leaders in their areas. And as you indicated earlier, um, when I threw the net out, uh, the very few fish came back. We did get some come back, but very few considering all the effort I put forth. So it was very disappointing. But now – um, I did indicate this year I'm just going to lead by example. I've been telling everybody to organize in their county, so that's what I'm doing now. I'm working on creating um, little micro-armies, so to speak, armies meaning those of us who are of like mind on issues in my county, getting their phone numbers, their email addresses. Uh, um, uh, everybody needs to start considering getting radios that at least go 25 to 50 miles for your community army, your, your community group of people who are all of like mind on issues. Um, we need to be all um, armed and uh, in good communications and organized in context with lawful and peaceful. 
and open and transparent. Um, and working with our county sheriffs, ensuring that we have constitutional county sheriffs, ensuring that we have constitutional governors. Because ultimately, the federal government is the big problem. They've turned everything upside down. The power is the people. Under them is the their representatives in their county, and then the state, and then the, the feds. But they have turned that upside down because that's all part and parcel to the New World Order, One World Government agenda. They've made it where Big Daddy is the big federal government that tells the states what to do, and the states tell the counties what to do, and the counties control all the sheeple. They've completely turned the people upside down on their heads. So... Yes, I'm working now in my local county. I'm going to be going to commissioners' meetings. I'm going to be trying to essentially establish a very specific uh, blueprint on what people do need to be doing in their counties because I'm going to be doing it myself. And I'm doing it in my own county, and then I'm doing it in my surrounding counties. South of me is Monroe County that goes to the Keys. Um, To the west of me is Naples, uh, uh, Collier County that goes over to Naples. And then north of me is Broward County and then Palm Beach. So those are all like the South Florida counties. I'm focusing primarily on them, starting here at Miami-Dade. So everybody else needs Great. to be doing the same thing. They, they can get all the encouragement information they need on the two websites. Everybody must watch Europa, The Last Battle, which is the top video on the videos page at both the bigviruswoax.com and right this That's gained a lot of traction, Mike. That's gained a lot of traction, that Europa, ever since you started promoting. I will give you kudos to that. Ever since you started promoting it, that has gained a lot of traction on social media and other platforms, I noticed. You're right. It, 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 it had 375,000 views when I first watched it a year or two ago, and now it's 1.5 million, and I, I do know that I've promoted the heavenly daylights out of it, so... Um, you know, when I promote it and somebody else sees it and then they promote it, you know, it's the old, yeah. you know, compound interest effect. So, yep, it's one of the best. So, yeah, sure. God bless all you guys. Uh, enjoy, enjoy the, um, uh, you know, uh, you're hey. doing a great thing, Joe, by having these conversations and, and these open dialogue forums. Um, yeah, I think it's this, good. I think uh, it's requ- well. Re- this is the point of it, guys. Look, hey, Joe, like closing thought. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Joe. My daughters, I say what you are witnessing with Trump is pure racism and disregard for the U.S. Constitution. I'm telling them this, Joseph. Work with your nieces and nephews and talk to them about what's going on, like the invasion of the borders and attempts to disarm Americans with illegal gun control. Start gun clubs and have gun safety and learn how to properly protect how to properly use guns. Proper use. You are the citizen yeah. militia. That's what I told Along with my basic civil. military drill and tactics. Basic, yeah. At least the basics. Amen to that. And Amen if you want me guy. to send you an email, if you want me to send you a copy of it, I'm going to send Sarge a copy of it. To see that I ain't lying. I'm doing these things. No, no, I believe you, Fianca. I believe you. I've done, talked to you for years here on this podcast show. I know you're involved in you. Uh, you know, and you're doing your thing, just like Mike. I know it's like Sarge and most of the people that do call in here. You know, I've, I've had come across so many voices over the years that I've spoken to and people that have listened to this podcast. If you go back and listen to a show I did five years ago, you'll, you'll listen to a whole dozen other new voices that I used to talk to on a regular basis. So many people we've, we've uh, connected, and, and I just want to know, where is everybody right now? The Army vets I spoke to, the Navy SEALs I spoke to, the um, the Marines, the, the people within government, uh, the, the many people that uh, – I remember when I did the interview with the 
prime minister of Canada. I remember the organ harvesting we exposed from uh, China uh, when we took on that issue. The CPS cases, I remember I used to do that. All the people from all the many, many years. I know people don't have time to sit down hours and hours of my shows, but, you know, if you go back and you listen to some of this stuff, man, we've tackled a lot of issues. So we're awake. We're awake, you know, and, and we've got to keep staying involved and doing the right thing. But, yeah, man, it was a great show here tonight. I appreciate that. And I always ask Sarge what he lets you want me to play, so I dug up some Ronald Reagan for him uh, uh, at the end here. So uh, inspiration, I guess, of Ronald Reagan, uh, I guess that would be the best. Time for Everybody choosing. Likes. I hope it's time for choosing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I hope it is. Anyway, we're live radio here, so hang on a second. I pulled this up. It's actually view, Sarge. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. 
We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. All right, you can't beat that there. That was just for you, Sarge. <laughs> All right, guys. And Thanks for go. listening tonight. Yes. I don't know what that was. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening tonight, man. God bless our republic. Take care. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.